I must say there are benefits to having a dad who is a retired priest. Sometime, I didn't take one of his sermons, don't worry. <laughs> Although his, or his will always hands down be better than mine. He's watching, by the way. Um, about three weeks ago, he texted me and said, hey, how's that Easter sermon coming? I said, well, I'm working on it. He goes, don't wait too long. This is Easter. It's a big deal. I said, okay. <laughs> My father knows me <laughs> well. And, I, and he called me last week, and he said, how's it coming? I said, it's okay. I'm having a little trouble coming up with something kind of new and fresh for Easter. He said, you don't have to come up with something fresh for Easter. He rose from the dead. Don't ruin the story, son. <laughs> <clears throat> so really what it boils down to is this. Jesus has defeated death. There is no problem in your life that is beyond the redemptive power of God. Amen. Okay, that's not really it, but that's it. <laughs> that's the gist of this whole thing today, right? Now, what I'm about to say may be shocking to some of you. It may be foreign and a little difficult to understand. Jesus' death on the cross means that you have been given forgiveness for the sins, for your sins in Jesus' name. The only thing that remains in the empty tomb are your sins. Think about it. If your sins were strong enough to beat Jesus, he would still be dead in that tomb. But the fact that Jesus rises from death means that your sins are actually defeated and you are actually forgiven. I'm going to say that again. The fact that Jesus rises from death means that your sins are actually defeated and you are actually forgiven. That is good news. The cross heals us. It takes away all of our guilt and shame. The foot of the cross is where we leave all of the stuff that we have been carrying around. Have you ever physically experienced the weight of your life being removed from your body? Now, I have to be honest, I debated whether or not to share what I'm about to share with you today. And I prayed and I discerned and I found absolutely no good reason not to share this. I am a recovering alcoholic. I just celebrated one year of sobriety. Now, throughout recovery, you are faced with the bad choices and decisions that you have made throughout your life, and it is not always a fun journey. There are a lot of decisions and discussions about guilt and shame. Three weeks ago, I experienced something unexplainable. While I was listening to Father Everett preach, for some reason, I felt the weight of 46 years worth of guilt and shame removed from my body. It was taken off of my shoulders as I sat in that chair. I instantly felt lighter, and it almost took my breath away. I spent the next several days trying to satisfy my human need for explanation and reason. I couldn't find one. And ultimately, I've come to the belief that God decided for me that I had carried that guilt and shame long enough. 
and he took it away from me. In an instant, it was all gone. My friends, the resurrection of Jesus Christ is real, and it actually happened. And yet, his disciples didn't believe that he would rise again, even though he told them over and over and over. Nobody thought he was going to rise from the dead. And that Easter morning, the women went to the tomb with spices. You don't go to a tomb with spices to find someone you believe to be alive. The spices were used because they did not believe there had been a resurrection. They went to finish preparing his body for burial. And as we hear in the gospel message, they find the stone is rolled away, and they are asked a question by two presumed angels. Why are you looking for the dead among the living? They remembered at that moment what Jesus had told them and ran to tell the other disciples, and we all know what happened. They told the men, and they thought it was an idle tale and didn't believe them. Now, in Luke's gospel, it tells us that only Peter got up and ran to the tomb himself. In John's account, Peter runs with the disciple that Jesus loved, and Peter comes in second, right? He's not fast enough, a little out of shape. Maybe that guilt was weighing him down. But can you imagine what Peter must have been thinking when they said, he is alive? Let's be honest, if I had denied someone I love three times and it caused their death and I found out they came back to life, I would be really terrified. (laughs) Right? And in all of this, none of them believed that the resurrection had happened. We may at times consider the resurrection an idle tale. However, the resurrection still happened. We may lose our faith But the resurrection still happened. We may not believe, but the resurrection still happened. No matter what we think or believe, the resurrection still happened. Thank God it is not an idle tale. After all, it was foreshadowed for 5,000 years, and they still didn't believe him. My friends, this is real. This changes lives still today. The real Jesus is here in this room today to meet you. The resurrected Christ by the power of his spirit. It has, it will, and it can change your life. Amen.